to the Restart Radio Show, a very different show about gadgets on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is a different show because, unlike most, we are not going to focus on all those new shiny, shiny things for you to buy this Black Friday. Instead, we focus on the value in the stuff we already have. The Restart Project aims for a shift of behavior towards a more sustainable and a happier relationship with electronics. And our monthly community electronics repair events that we call Restart Parties are just the beginning. My name is Janet Gunter, and I'm joined by Ugo Valauri. We're co-founders of the Restart Project. Hello. And yeah, we thought we would talk today about consumers, consuming. <laughs> so our show is a lot about how to use electronics and get more out of them, but we often tend to make some critiques of, well, all the marketing, all the hype, uh, all the pressure on us to buy new stuff, uh, to throw away what we have and get something new. And this week is a good week to do so. You can probably hear from my voice that I grew up in uh, North America, in the U.S., in the middle of the U.S. And we had this thing called Black Friday. Um, I do remember it growing up, but I have to say uh, Thanksgiving for me was the highlight uh, Thanksgiving is the last Thursday in November. It's a holiday with a rather troubled history, although you might not know that if you go to U.S. primary school. <laughs> um, it's supposed to celebrate a peaceful uh, coming together of indigenous people and <laughs> and new arrivals that weren't exactly that welcome initially. And in any case, in Thanksgiving, we get together to eat um, it's a very family-focused holiday. A lot of people travel a really long way to see their family. Um, and on, um, well, there's a couple of like traditions around watching sports and overeating and going for walks and, and playing sport, actually. There was a tradition in my neighborhood of playing sport. But I actually don't remember ever going shopping on the Friday after Thanksgiving, um, which is Black Friday, it's called. And it was the, it's traditionally, I suppose, for the last couple decades, been essentially the opening of the consumer season of the kind of, um, the, it's almost like the opening of the hunting season. It's like, go everyone and go and buy all of your Christmas presents. Um, but Ugo, you grew up in a different place and you didn't have anything of the sort, correct? Yes, we didn't have the so-called giorno del ringraziamento, which would be Thanksgiving. <laughs> and uh, so we didn't also have um, going for shopping the next day. We do have quite a bit of experience about overeating and <laughs> in family meals every Sunday and whenever else we can. But um, yeah, none of this madness around uh, consuming and buying and running to be in front of the queue on a specific day. In fact, we also don't have Boxing Day in Italy. The day after Christmas is the second day in a row where shops are 100% all shut. Yeah. Um, and Traditionally, sales only happen after the end of the full um, holiday season, which is after the 6th of January in Italy. Um, and they're very regulated. So you can't just decide that you're going to throw a massive sale. There are regional guidelines on what dates you start that hunting season for bargains or whatever. Okay, but you said that they, traditionally they were very regulated. Now, probably the internet and, well, globalization have changed things just like they have here, right? Yeah, and the emergence of all the big chains, uh, obviously Amazon, but also other ones that aspire to become a bit like that has meant that online, you find all these special offers. So someone call it Venerdì Nero and someone actually calls it uh, Black Friday so that it's more iconic in regards to 
um, the what's happening on the other side of the Atlantic and in the UK. But yeah, so it's exploding now, particularly with this craze for tech products, which seems to be the easy way to attract people to lure them in incredible savings um, at a time when people maybe didn't even think they need a new thing. Yeah, if I'm thinking of, you know, those iconic scenes of people, um, you know, pushing each other to get in the door first and, you know, literally probably hurting each other to get to the sales products. Um, Most of them traditionally are, in fact, electronics. So game consoles, televisions, that kind of thing. Yeah, and they traditionally, I mean, traditionally, in the last few years, we've seen this increase of we only have X number of units of this and that model. So you have to be there first and you have to fight for your right to overspend or save. And yeah, so it's it's really linked to this shiny, shiny stuff that we have so much trouble with. Yeah. And I think I've been a bit shocked to see it, like just, just to see it here. <laughs> I mean, it's sometimes I feel like there's this relentless, I'm being like relentlessly um pursued by the worst excesses of U.S. culture everywhere I go around the world. (laughs) Um, But to see people here pushing each other, shoving each other to get these televisions is a bit shocking for me. And I I think it's only a couple of... I've been here for just going on 10 years. I'm pretty sure this is new since I arrived here. This It's in the last couple of years. This has all really come, you know, come come to the public attention. I mean, I would refer to it as the Halloweenization of yeah. everything. So, you know, Halloween was first, then it's Black Friday and Cyber Monday and God knows what's next. Oh yeah, we hadn't even just talked about Cyber Monday is the day that you're supposed to go online and buy the stuff, I suppose, that you didn't go and buy on Friday. Well, and it's been quite shocking. I just started taking the tube more regularly in the past week or so um, as we moved office near the station actually in Bermondsey and so I'm just shocked to see all the daily papers in the morning and in the evenings well people um, go through them every other page there is a Black Friday ad massive half page color ad and it seems that it's starting earlier and earlier every year so now there's for half of November there are every day uh, a special Black Friday deal from some of the retailers and, uh, you know, all the mobile phones. Uh, it's, it's kind of preposterous, networks. though, because in the U.S., it's one, it's, uh, we don't get very many holidays and it's one of the days off that you have. So it's one of the kind of it's this big four day weekend. It's um, some people even make it five. So you actually have a, a day off to go shopping. But it's kind of funny because here, I suppose everyone just has to go as normal to work to the office and somehow they're expected to nip into these shops and get the deals or or maybe they're even supposed to skip work I don't know to go and buy and, stuff it's and just... on the other hand particularly given that the in the US people have such few holiday breaks um, it's actually even more sad if you allow me oh, that completely. actually half a day of that actually is spent doing that I do have a memory I have, must confess of the year when I lived in the US this memory is come back to mind through restart at times of not even knowing what exactly uh, Thanksgiving was and uh, uh, what Black Friday was and actually buying my uh, mini, my my CD uh, Walkman that I then kept for a long time. And I took advantage of an offer that day. Touching memories. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was a Target shop in the US. And, you know, so I'm not saying that if you indeed... 
feel like you need a new thing, there might well be a chance that if it's cheaper during the course of a special weekend, why not? But it's still quite sad that the focus of a yeah. holiday becomes buy more. Well, and just to say that a couple of retailers in the U.S. Uh, have really made a point of like bucking the trend. So um, REI, which is an outdoor retailer, has just encouraged people to go and spend the, the day outdoors. Um, I believe Patagonia, at least in Europe, was advertising that all of its uh, profits from Friday will go to environmental charities. So there's a couple of retailers that are trying to kind of buck the trend. And then there's all these campaigns against it. So like Buy Nothing Day, which, you know, was inspired, which is Adbusters campaign, which actually probably inspired you and I. So definitely. But at the same time, it doesn't seem that Buy Nothing Day has spread as much as Black Friday has. Uh, you know, Black Buy Nothing Day was big in my early Adbuster reading days before I knew much about what Black Friday was. And it seems that Black Friday has become so commonplace in um, the media and everything, while the opposite hasn't really spread as much. Yeah. Well, maybe that brings us nicely to um, topics of like what kind of globalization brings us really nicely to the next topic, which we want to discuss. And it's really related, which is this notion of consumer confidence. So um, this, well, this Black Friday is quite important here in the UK in the sense that um, there's a, there's been a lot of, well, speculation about, you know, what the impact of Brexit will be on the UK, on the UK consumer, on citizens. And so there, there's been a lot on our timeline recently about consumer confidence. And it had us really pause a little bit and question what is, what are these um polls and indices of consumer confidence. And um, especially if they're so conflicting, what are they really telling us? So, yeah, so it turns out that turns out that actually, depending on what institute you refer to, you can claim that people are have increasing confidence in terms of their future spending or decreasing um, you can place it geographically in the north of the country versus London. Yeah, like for example, Deloitte's um, Deloitte's study shows that uh, yeah that consumer confidence in London is much lower regionally. Um, but I think um, I, I, for me anyway, it's it's almost, it's a lot like everything else. It's like there's so much data out there. But it's a question of how it's kind of spun and how it's packaged and what we end up making of it. So I saw a lot of Brexiters, you know, um, sharing one, a couple different consumer confidence uh, studies. Uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers study um, claims to show a fairly uh, confident um, situation where... uh, Consumers are are confident about the future and talking about um, spending. but then you go to the YouGov uh, index, which is seemingly slightly uh, more c- complex and complete, which includes uh, stuff about job security and other things, and we get a completely different picture. Um, just to read some of the different headlines that I found. So uh, this is regarding the YouGov survey, uh, and this is published in late October. UK consumer confidence falls on, quote, hard Brexit fears. And then you've got the, um, as I said, PricewaterhouseCoopers telling us, quote, consumers feeling positive ahead of Christmas following Brexit blip. <laughs> and then we've got, um, we've got Deloitte telling us uh, the overall measure of consumer confidence increased by three percentage points in quarter three, a five-year high. 
And so it's really, really difficult to know what to make of this. And, you know, as you were saying, for example, you take Deloitte uh, report, um, you can read that actually leisure spending continues to catch up with retail spending as consumers favor holidays and experiences over consumer goods. So that would seem to indicate that consumer confidence on goods should be actually declining as opposed to increasing further. And yeah, as you say, and and we've seen it over the past uh, few months uh, with the US campaign as well, you can make anything you want up and just back it up with some data. It's almost um, become an exercise in, in its own terms. Yeah, although it's, it is, I mean, it's quite interesting. I, I feel like we need some experts to help us decipher, like, exactly how these, uh, how these studies came about um, and, you know, wh- what flavor they represent, in a sense. Um, but it, it does seem like uh, the average person trying to make sense of, of, of the pulse, as it were, right now of, um, would be quite confused. And I guess another thing um, that's really significant here is that um, pollsters have generally not done too well this year on both sides of the Atlantic. Just saying. Yeah. Um, so the question is kind of like, okay, so if if with some of these major political trends, um, polls were so off, um, how how do we, I mean, I, I don't really know that we can make an argument that um, that consumer poll, polling could be that much better or that much more accurate. Now, some of these are made up of an index of various different kinds of questions. But well, it does beg the question, how, how accurate are consumer confidence uh, polls? And and then are they prophecies that then self, uh, um, what's the right term, that, that become true just by way of being there so that they're needed so that people will actually become a bit more confident and go out and spend a bit more so that they feel like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't put off that new TV or what have you, and or is it that um, they're just there because behind them is a desire and a prayer from traditional manufacturers and retailers that business has to continue as usual? Um, so we've been ta- this is uh, Restart Radio, and we've been talking about um, consumer confidence and this notion that um, that we can essentially take the pulse, uh, the, the consumer pulse of a nation, either through a poll or, for example, through uh, a weekend of, of sales, a weekend sales blitz. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think for me anyway, I, I've I just really start to to yeah to question um uh the the presentation of all of this and also the the whole notion that um that consumption of certain kinds of goods and services uh is actually a good uh, measure anyway of our economic health and i know there's been a lot of critique lately of the of, of gross domestic product as a measure um and the way in which we measure the health of our economy and our society but this is just you know pretty big one I mean, if you take a a parallel with the construction industry, in theory, it's GDP grows even when you demolish a building just to put another one up where you are not really changing the number of flats necessarily. And similarly, uh, I'll just uh, be creative. If you um, end up having to throw away a mobile phone because you buy another one because this gets stuck for whatever reason, you're creating GDP, but out of a complete waste otherwise. So we're not capturing all the factors in this vision.
listening to Restart Radio uh, on Resonance uh, 104.4 FM, and we're talking about consumption and consumer confidence. And I guess for me also, one of the things that in terms of like when we think of um, when we think of consumption of certain, especially like retail products, and we look at the, the health of retail, um, a lot of it's on, increasingly online. Um, and I'm just, I, it's the question we always ask, where are the jobs in this economy and in this economy of consumption? Um, so if there's, there are some warehouse jobs uh, in warehouses, there are some delivery jobs, and then there's some recycling jobs. But most of the jobs that back this um, that that you know that underpin this re- this retail economies are are not necessarily even in the UK, um, and the wealth like where is the wealth accumulating, and so there are all these questions recently about you know the way in which multinationals shuffle around their wealth and the European Commission has gone after Apple, um, but it, yeah again it just seems that uh, that we're we're pointing we're we're measuring the wrong things and we're 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 looking for the wrong signs as it were. Yeah. I mean, I guess everyone has seen uh, at one point a video of people stressed out because they're working, just packing things up to be delivered next day or next hour by one of the big brands. And no one seems to be making any reasonable uh, living um, out of that other than people that maybe the people in marketing, they're pushing these campaigns for, Black Friday or Cyber Monday for sure. That's but a good point. I forgot about those people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're they're still thriving, but we'll see for how much longer. Honestly, uh, and well, in in terms of the warehouse jobs, um, I don't know how many of you have seen it, but there's some really kind of quite alarming videos of like how that's all being automated quite quickly. Um, how Amazon's working on these really fast moving uh, robots to dispatch orders and and deliveries and the deliveries of people and foods that Uber and others are working on. I mean, this is all temporarily there, the the human aspect. And uh, maybe the people that are cooking the food that Uber eats and uh, deliver are delivering will remain humans for for now. But we'll see. Yeah, no, it's it's so it's kind of um, uh, well, for anyway, I think that it's not about consumers. It's kind of about us as uh, well, citizens, people, residents of this place. It's like we need to kind of shift the frame away from uh, consumption and just um, towards different measures. But of, I don't know, like other people have said it, but like well-being and other measures of. Well, there is this aspect of well-being and happiness. And without sounding too naive about it, I just recently had the experience of having to change uh, a device and feeling not particularly excited or happy about having to do that, but still having to do it out of just making sure that I'm able to communicate with people properly. And just as I'm going to tell the listeners that your phone has become unusable, <laughs> that the camera has become so crap that it can't be used. and uh, Even to document our own events. No, basically. so it's, it had to be retired. And if any of you had listened to a podcast in which I was struggling to get it commercially repaired, yes, it did eventually fail um, again and again. So don't ever buy a phone without the protecting case the same day. Please do that. Otherwise, okay. But you didn't have a anyway, pleasurable experience of yeah, I mean, picking in, a new one. You would think that you know you'd make a decision to buy something and and then you want to kind of enjoy that moment. 
and at this point it's just become stressful that you need to check so many things about whether that product will be good enough to be repaired if there is some support uh, if there is a decent warranty if someone is trying to um, just take advantage of you the moment you buy it and and I just want something that works just like probably most human beings you don't want to be ripped off and you want to have a good experience using your things but this rush uh, with now all the offers out there etc it's just not really contributing to anyone's well-being so if you can avoid having to compete with all of this and just keep your things for a little bit longer i think it's better for everyone and i don't want to sound too zen but it's true i mean it's just stressful to handle now um we were just talking about dongles and you know like i got this new phone and in theory it doesn't have the same plug to connect with all my stuff so i needed a special converter and Wait a minute, you got a phone without a universal charger? No, 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 it's Uh-oh. fine, but it didn't have the normal USB. It had the USB-C that now it's causing concern for all of the dongles that uh, people oh buying Apple laptops have. Anyway, so it's it's just we need to try to be a bit more um, holistic about the whole thing. Also because, and we didn't mention this in all the rush about Black Friday and whatever, all of this pressure that we exerted here at Bind actually has a complete uh, opposite effect in the places where all these products are manufactured. And uh, it's been, uh, we, we cause this crazy uh, spikes in demand that actually are at the heart of um, poor working conditions and stress uh, for people that are working on manufacturing level for this yeah, product. Yeah, although interestingly, um the um the chinese consumption and the chinese version of black friday called singles day is much larger than the us version at this point and um probably putting more pressure domestically on production and all the other kind of things so True. just i think yeah it's interesting for us we always need to keep perspective that um that actually uh well at least in europe things are shrinking down and the chinese are becoming much more dominant and they're picking up on some or even uh, mul- um kind of amplifying some of our worst um worst trends and habits but in their own in their own peculiar way so uh it's just something to track that um we're just one small part of the puzzle globally um and speaking of uh uh global global trends. So Ugo <laughs> did mention the dongle. And I don't know how many of you have been uh, keeping track. We're going to have a couple laughs here at the expense of um, one of the largest electronics manufacturers in the world. Um, so Apple uh, has been made fun of quite extensively in recent months over their um, their new designs for laptops, which essentially have, what is it, one port, no, one you, data port? Well, so if the new Pro uh, yeah. laptops uh, um, have a little bit more. Don't be too harsh on them. Uh, the base model has two ports, of which one is a charging port and the other is a port. Like all for the data. All of your data things. And if you spend more, you will have four. But okay. So the base model requires you to basically get a don get start adding dongles start adding like splitters start adding um uh, yes. converters basically to other formats well particularly because none of the 
uh, ports are the ports that everyone needs. Um, I mean, to the extent that if you have a USB dongle, you know, the ones that you would take to a library if you need to print something or any hard drive that you might own, you would need an adapter in order to use it with that machine. Yeah, and so uh, until yesterday, everyone was told that they need to have a computer with HDMI so that they could connect to their TVs. This thing doesn't have an HDMI yeah, port. Yeah, it's all classic kind of proprietary stuff. And also they made probably the most, the, the, one of the things that people are particularly upset about is Apple was good for one aspect of their chargers, the fact that they were MagSafe, yeah, so that if you were tripping on them, the cable would naturally unplug. Yeah, that happened you, to me just the other day where I would have, if it had been another computer, I would have destroyed it. Well, the new design also means that all the MagSafe adapters are no longer usable for any of the new computers and the new system doesn't have a similar feature. So we're going backwards as opposed to, that's like yeah. well, the wrong type of innovation from our perspective. Yeah, and there's a lot of, I highly recommend people checking out the hashtag dongle life because people are basically starting to share all the absurd configurations of dongles they're forced to add to uh, computers and um, I've even seen them attached to phones um, now. To the extent that actually even if you own an iPhone, you cannot connect it to your Mac without a dongle. And yeah. it's not a joke. Yeah. I mean, this is just shows how that something has not gone according to plan inside Apple's big strategic um, headquarters. And to say that we've talked to a lot of, like, particularly creatives and designer friends of ours who are the natural um, base of support for Apple, and they all are pretty upset about these developments. And many people are talking about buying older equipment and just simply upgrading as much as possible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we heard a lot more people talking again, a new wave of interest for uh, high end uh, uh, Linux laptops that don't force you to deal with all of this stuff obviously if you are a creative you're you need some software that is not necessarily so good in the open source world but for most other people it's becoming more and more compelling actually abandoning uh, apple as their provider for computers and it's a shame for them but well, yeah. maybe it's an opportunity for someone else and um in relation to that i'm um, having a laugh at their expense was um was uh, a comedian in the States who, who made a really funny um, video making fun of a new Apple product, which is a massive coffee table book. And we're just going to play a small clip here. At Apple, we've always strived for innovation. There was the iBook, the MacBook, and now the most advanced book we've ever made, the Apple Book. 450 pages of high-resolution images of Apple products you probably already have in your basement. Using the latest and most innovative technology from 1440, we were able to take an experience that was instantly familiar and charge $300 for it. Its touch-page technology allows you to simply swipe your finger on a page to turn it. Yeah, so you got the idea there. <laughs> I was like, um, we'll we'll include a link to that when we post this show. Um, that was Stephen Colbert's team uh, lampooning the new Apple Book. Um, yeah, I don't know who's going to go pay three hundred dollars for. Oh, I wonder if it's going to retail for three hundred quid here in the UK. Well, <laughs> it would only seem fair with a recent exchange rate. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, that's that's all we have today. Um. 
in terms of talking about consumption on the eve of, uh, of Black Friday. But don't despair, as we have an incredible number of events happening in the next few days. In London alone, we have three restart parties, uh, one tomorrow in Woolwich at the Barnfield Hub from 6 to 9 p.m. The next day on Thursday, we are in Dagenham uh, from 6 to 9. And on uh, Saturday, we are in the City of London at the Golden Lane Community Centre from 12 to 3 p.m. So we're in the middle of a big, big part of our uh, tour of London for the autumn. And you can find out more on our website, therestartproject.org, or find us on Twitter or Facebook. And thanks to Opto Noise and Cassini Sound for our music, which was made not by Apple, <laughs> with lasers, <laughs> spinning discs, and discard electronics. Until next week. Bye.